You wanna go to war? You got a war. You started it, we gonna finish. Podcast episode 24, Dead Destroyer. Chris Crude. And I don't know why I'm talking like this, except maybe because I've been watching Lucha Underground a lot recently. That's been. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, since Get you... in the pit. Yes. The temple. Uh, yeah, I got I'm really kind of sold on that anymore. A little bit. I'd seen it before. Oddly enough, in the Mexican restaurant I usually eat at, and I thought it was pretty cool then. So, but yeah, since I've checked it out now, um, I don't know. I like it. Storylines are actually a little bit better than WWE's. Not that it's believable. Story? But Why do you need stories? This is wrestling. You don't need stories. Man. This isn't soap opera. But you're right. It's kind of like watching Mortal Kombat as a TV show. <laughs> There's just nobody throwing fireballs or spears going, Get over here! Or anything yet. But yet. 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 So, yeah, I don't know. I like it. So I highly recommend it. If you can get El Rey Network, then check it out. It's totally worth it. It's... Like I said, because they have a little bit of, they're still the traditional luchador, and then they got some powerhouses, too. Like the current champion that's the uh, owner's brother. Brother. It's like he, I don't know, it's like they com- combined, like, uh, Bane from Batman and uh, Kane from WWE into one person. No? There's, 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 there's a joke in there somewhere. Mm, mm. I don't know. Kane and Bane? Kane Bane. Kane Bane? Alright, so since we're talking about wrestling, I wanted to actually go ahead and talk about the WWE as well and with the passing of China and how they pretty much, as far as I can tell, have ignored it completely. So, I know... Well, when the owner of the company steals her boyfriend and marries him and then kicks China out of the entire league, you know, as payback. Then China goes on and does a bunch of pornos and then, you know, that's not family friendly, which is the new era of the WWE. Yeah, but see, they still have uh, Sean, uh, a.k.a. Six or Eight, uh, Six Pac or whatever other names he went by, the Dynamite Kid, and he's still back and he was in half of those pornos as well. That's the thing I think that's kind of well, bullshit. He was, he was never going out with the owner's daughter or whatever. Yeah, true. But or, that's what I just mean. It's just, I don't know. They, they could have at least kind of acknowledged it. I really didn't think they were going to do a whole great big 45-minute tribute to her or anything. But as far as I can, they've just and, ignored it completely. So... Yeah, I think, I think the reason they ignored it is because Prince had to up and die in Steeler Thunder, like on the same day. Yeah, that was why. I, I think so. 
and you know there was a lot of different pictures, memes floating out there, but what I found most amusing was, I don't know, it has to be something yin and yang, circle of life kind of thing, because on the same day you had like the world's most womanliest man and the world's most manliest woman <laughs> dying on the same day. There's got to be some kind of balance to life. Yeah, that's that's it. That's the yin and yang right there. Like I said, circle of life. Uh-huh. So for all, you that, for all you out there that can't see me right now, I'm making the circle motion <laughs> of life. <coughs> Actually, we'll get to Prince in a second since you brought that up as well. But I at least still want to finish with wrestling a little bit. Um couple things I want to talk about. Uh, was it uh, Fast? Was it Fast Lane is on tonight? That's hey, tonight. Yeah. Hey, uh, I, don't, I might have I something to do tonight now. <laughs> What's worse is I don't know any of the really any who's all on the card except for one, and I actually kind of looking forward to this because I the one tag team I like from way back. You've seen me wear the shirt and everything over here. Uh, Big Cass and Enzo Amore versus... How you doing? Versus the Vaudevillains. The Vaudevillains. I do believe that was what was one of them that's on the card tonight. So, like I said, I like... From the first time you uh, slid me over the uh, NXT desk, I was like, hey, check this out. And those guys were on it. Like I said, they're, they're a Jersey stereotype, but I love them for it. And... Amore can do a promo like nobody's business. I mean, and I actually listened to them on Stone Cold's podcast not that long ago. Talk about it. So fast lane that says that was February. Uh, so what's it, what's it called? Uh, let's see what else. Have a, uh, let's see. Are you on WWE's website? Or are you just on Google? I'm just googling. Or is it Fast Tracker? I don't know. They keep changing the names of. Except for WrestleMania. Payback. Payback, that's it. Payback is what you... Didn't that used to be Elimination Chamber? Yeah, I think so, but... I think that chamber got too expensive. Well, they couldn't find any arenas or anything to put all that extra stuff in. Like, all the new arenas are built different or something. True. So yeah, hmm. payback is tonight. That's right. Yeah, who else? Can you see who else is on the card while you're on there? I'm looking. Okay, we gotta fill some time here. <laughs> my well, I can just sit my, here and just. My Google foo is weak today. All right. Yeah, we had a. I wouldn't say a rough night last night, but we had a loud night last night, which we'll also get to that. What? After, after my ears at least have quit ringing, but uh, yeah, I'm Amore. I mean, he's the original G. And you can't teach that. You can't. Even when, you know, Big Cassie's seven foot tall. You, you can't teach that. You can't teach that. So let's see. It's uh, As far as they're concerned, their opponents are S-A-W-F-T. Soft. Uh, let's see. You got uh, Roman Reigns against AJ Styles. Oh, yeah, of course. Charlotte and Natalia, women's match. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah, the that's Miz they're going to drag that out. Dean Ambrose and Chris Jericho. That'll be good. Yeah. Ziggler and Baron Corbin. Yes, you are right about the tag teams. Okay. 
And Kalisto versus Ryback is a kickoff match. <laughs> Feed me s'mores. Oh, well, you know, they're also going to announce who's controls Raw tonight, you know, to see if it's uh, both Sean or Stephanie. Shane O'Mac. That's right. Forgot about that. Speaking of which, I saw something. They're going to debut it tonight, I guess, on the... 999 WWE Network, I guess, afterward, called... You know, as much as we... We should get sponsors for them. We, honestly, we should. As much as we talk about WWE, we should... Although we kind of should talk it sometimes, too. But as much as we mention it in their damn network, we should be getting some sort of kickback. We're going to have to start hashtagging that shit. But uh, they're putting out a cartoon, and it's an adult cartoon. Have you seen the... Preview? Okay, the only... Th- it's it's kind of weird some... for starters... Ric Flair humping everything. Yeah, that's the the Camp WWE cartoon. The problem I saw is all week on Instagram, they've been putting, like, the wrestler and then their cartoon version of it that's going to be, you know, what their their cartoon version is going to look like. I was kind of like, yeah, whatever, until they're resurrecting the Ultimate Warrior to put in this cartoon. I'm like, he's that's a little creepy. The guy's... Let him rest in peace. I mean, well, he's just going to be a hologram, you know. If Tupac can do a concert, a hologram concert, then I think not a hologram. Then I think I think you could have a hologram warrior in a cartoon, and you wouldn't even have to make it a hologram. You could just draw it that way. <laughs> yeah, of course. So I don't know. I found that a little bit creepy that they should have just left him alone and. That they really felt the need to bring him back for a cartoon that since the dude's passed. And the last wrestling cartoon I could really think of, like really, really think of, was Hulk Hogan and Friends. I could be wrong, there could have been another one in there. Some kind of rock and wrestling or something, or was that... uh... I think that was the same thing. Hulk Hogan and Friends rock and wrestling. Yeah, because it was Bad Guys were always Roddy Piper, Iron Sheik, Nikolai Volkov, and uh, I know there's one more in there. Big John was Big John Stud, might have been, but did they call it Big John Stud in the cartoons? Because that was the eighties. Stud were, yeah, they, they might have. All right, so I guess that bag basically wraps it up for most of the wrestling that I I had. Just just wanted to touch on those things real quick because I've been thinking about it. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of glad we steered away from that uh, China talk because you know. It's kind of hard to respect the passing while I'm sitting here thinking about the videos I've watched. And you can obviously <laughs> tell she's taking some kind of steroid or hormones. Cause yeah, but dude, during the Attitude Era, all of them did. And I mean, let's face it, including McMahon. No, I mean, I know he works out all the time, but considering how ripped he was during that period... I mean, I think it's kind of common knowledge. It was pretty rampant at that point. Not that I'm defending it, but I'm just say, stating that. It, I mean, it was. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm just trying not to go into detail because bring down the bring down the mood. Well, okay. uh, not bring down the mood, but uh, let's 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 just say her girly parts had very strange physical attributes that you could tell were kind of uh, puffed up from all the steroid abuse. Well, I we'll, just, we'll just leave it at that. I wasn't trying to make it about that. I was Exactly. Just That's to... why I'm glad you moved on. Next subject, please. Well, we'll just continue talking about death since you also brought up Prince. So, 
I don't really have a lot to say about that. I, 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 mean, have, a, I have a Prince story. Okay, go for it. It's one of my uh, one one of the wife's all time favorites. And before we was married, I was working night shift, and you know I tried to be a nice guy, and I got his tickets to go see Prince in Detroit. Mm-hmm. After a beer or two, just from being up all night, and then going up to Detroit and this and that. I fell asleep in the middle of the, the Prince concert. <laughs> Loud music, 20,000 people in the Pontiac Silverdome. And there I am just sitting in the chair sleeping during Prince. So that's my Prince story. That's very, least, very, very, very memorable for you. Now, first thing I thought of when I heard about Prince passing was, well, A, I thought, I'm like, man, that was pretty sudden, but... I guess prescription pills were involved. As from some of the reports I've been hearing, I don't think that's been confirmed yet. But but I thought of the Kevin Smith story that he told on his first disc. Did you ever see that at all, or did I make you watch that at some point? Or where he talked about working with refresh my memory. He worked about uh, he'd released Dogma. Prince saw Dogma, liked it, wanted Kevin to direct a documentary for him. So I won't get into the whole details, but he just kind of talks about how kind of kooky and kind of odd Prince is anyhow because he's lived in Prince world so long. Like, as for an example, at three in the morning, Prince would want a camel. And he can't understand why in December in the middle of Minnesota, he can't just get a camel. Why can't somebody just process a simple request? So that that kind of thing. So... Go on YouTube, check out, you know, plug in uh, Kevin Smith, the print story. It'll come up. You can check it out. Uh, it's too long for me to try and tell the whole story, and I know I'll miss some details anyhow. But it, it is amusing, so and it kind of falls in line with some of the other stories I've heard about Prince and just kind of how he was... Well, and just even like uh, Charlie Murphy's story about Prince. Charlie Murphy. <laughs> Shirts versus blouses. And pancakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that, that was pretty funny when it first came out, and who knew it would become a, a tribute. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so I must admit, I am one of the few friends, few people I know who did not immediately go back out and watch Purple Rain because I was kind of like I saw that movie once. That was kind of enough. So I, I did not work, watch Purple Rain, but. I did purify myself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. Of course. So that's something. I've got that going for me, at least. So I did put uh, the prints I have, the CD I had, I converted over to MP3, so I could to a minor podcast. Because I must say, uh, he, he was a really talented musician. All other weird things aside, I mean, the dude played like 37 instruments, so... And, and I, just, he wrote- I, I just happened to... Uh, be fixing my cousin's computer at the time and he used to do some DJ work and uh, saving his uh, music files kind of you know just just I had to browse through a few of them just to make sure that the files transferred over you know doing quality control of course I just might have had to uh, copy some of them and keep them for myself you know sometimes things like that happen yes so I, I, I guess I'm guilty too of throwing some extra music in my collection to, I, 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 just just to keep the wife happy, you know. Just trying to keep up. That's, that, that's the only reason because I need she's happy. But yeah, so yeah, rest in purple, Prince. 
All right, so I guess we'll. Uh, I really don't have much else to say about Prince, good artist. He will be missed. Um, so yeah, we'll move on to. Uh, I think my favorite song was the, like the Bat Dance. <sighs> Me too. No other thing. And uh, Kevin Smith also talks about the Bat Dance as well in this song and his story. Just touching back on that a little bit. So all right, moving forward. Or hashtag at any rate. I think moving forward has become my new alternative for at any rate for getting the train back on the conversational track. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, last night was the uh, NWO Metal Militia show out at uh, Venue 18. I went. Mr. Chris Crew showed up, and former guest Mr. Spradlin showed up as well. Uh, it was pretty fucking awesome. It was a great show. Uh, let's see, the first band, Lunker, out of Columbus, uh, no vocals, a little bit of a doomy edge to them a little bit, but, uh, they're pretty good, liked them, uh, let's see, after that was Moojaw Creek, uh, those guys are awesome, uh, sounds like, I did not know this, but, uh, they are losing their singer, so I don't know what's gonna happen with those guys. I was kind of bummed they did not have a CD out yet. And then, uh, Downspeed from, I believe Toledo was next. I'm trying to remember all this just without looking at anything. They had a really good set. Uh, everyone really, uh, you know, you know, female bass player that actually knows her shit, that counts for a lot. Ah, no, that stage was going to Stage presence. Actually, uh, a buddy of mine, uh, he's, I think he's the head of security. I know he's security out there. I think he's the head of security out there now. Came up with me because he plays a little bit of guitar and everything. And even he came up and talked about how impressed he was with her bass playing. So, and also, it's just kind of nice knowing the head of security at the venue. So. <laughs> but, yeah, it would have been nice to know I kept going around thinking I was going to see some dude from the old days that wanted to sucker punch me or some girl whose name I don't remember that I probably should for reasons we won't go into. But that never happened, so... No. So that was a all-around good evening for me. And then, uh, end of the night, uh, Kier Diaz played. And, yeah, they blew the roof off the joint. Uh, you left, what, about the middle of their set? You had to yeah, go home. a couple and, songs in. Uh, what, I'm trying I to liked think. it, though. Uh, I'm trying could, to think. I could tell they were tight, knew what they were doing. They're all pretty good musicians. I mean, it was it was a really good uh, show, all the different bands, you know. Some, you always have uh, somebody like... Musicians like picking faults in other bands that they see live, and I really didn't have a whole lot to bitch about. No. I mean, all, all, the, all, the, all the drummers knew what they were doing. You know, they they were all tight, you know. The rest of the, you know, they're the most important part of the band, of course. But, you know, the rest, the rest of, the, the, rest of the, the group that filled in around the drummers did pretty well also. Yeah. Glad you put that in there. Um, yeah, I mean, they were they were all real tight. Um, <coughs> the last song uh, Creed Diaz did was... Uh, little tribute to uh, Motorhead, uh, Ace of Spades, which uh, Downspeed did as well. They did Overkill. Um, Overlord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one Motorhead song, Overlord. Overlord. Huh? Uh, so, yeah, uh, 
for Ace of Spades, I was right up near uh, Mr. Schindorf doing my best growly vocal imitation of Lemmy. I could sing along since I know the words to it verbatim. I mean, I've been listening to Motorhead since I was... Not to be this dude... Oh, I've been listening to Motorhead since I was 14 years old, but I literally have been. So I remember taking, uh, riding the bus to school, having the old Walkman, and having the Motorhead cassette sitting there, and, you know, checking my grade, being like, What band is that? Oh, it's Motorhead. Ow, I've never heard of them. Yeah, I know, they aren't poison, so you've probably not heard of them. And so, but yeah. Um, great show last night. I kind of wish for uh, Jeremy the turnout had been a little bit better. It wasn't terrible, but I was kind of hoping he'd get a few more people in. But I have noticed already, uh, getting on the NWO uh, Metal Militia page this morning, that the word is already spreading about the show. There's been a bunch of bands being like, guys in bands being like, what venue is this? Because now it looks like they're a little hungry to play. Because that's the thing, man. That stage, it's huge. Huge. That's huge. It, playing I mean, the, it's not even, you know, there's a bar area to it, but the actual, this, uh, the stage area of the venue, that's just huge. Like, I've played on a lot of stages around the country. You're lucky to have that much space. That's it, yeah. Even in a few shitty bands I'd played in before back in the punk days, that'd be, you know, about the size of a plywood sheet, maybe. And, yeah, this thing is, it's awesome. It's, there's definite room to move around so and it's awesome to watch so so there's another one coming up in june i should have brought the flyer with me but uh 25th i think so uh hell came home i know is one of the bands on the card um jeremy had me check out those guys before they're pretty fucking awesome another awesome drummer does kind of off signature Time beats sometimes on some of their stuff, and really awesome to listen to. Plus, I I mentioned to uh, Jeremy that the uh, vocalist for Hell Came Home looks like, he, and it's not a slag or anything, but he looks like Brian Pesane's brother or something. That's kind of what he looks like. So they're a really awesome band. Um, mm, my cigar keeps going out. A cigar, see. So if you keep hearing the lighter, that's why. But uh, yeah, since I remember to get more details, we'll definitely plug that again on the show for him. Like I said, uh, I definitely encourage that people go out local shows. Uh, for years, a lot of us have been talking about, man, if only there were some place to go, you know, see bands and some place to play and blah blah. Well, guess what? Now there is. So. That was the one thing I definitely felt like it was my duty to go check them out, even though I was only a little familiar with a lot of the bands that played. Yeah, same here. You know, uh, honestly, Metal Militia really isn't my thing. I'd have, I'd have preferred if there was a little electronic throat in there, if they had some, like, evil keyboards or doomy stuff in the background. But, but no, it was... If you're into that kind of stuff, I mean, all the bands were excellent. It's a great place to play, and I... Gave support to local venue and uh, especially uh, Jeremy for coming on our podcast a few times. You know, yeah. So yeah, definitely Gotta support those guys. Word. Support your local musicians, and I think that's the other thing Jeremy's trying to do as well. Because I think he also knows first he's got to kind of, especially in this area, get the metal accent first. 
if he can get the metal axe in, it's successful, then he can kind of branch out a little bit. I know there's some guys from like the Cleveland area he'd like to bring down that are a little bit more of uh, kind of the little more punk kind of crossover metal, punk metal kind of deal. But that's the thing about Cleveland too is they don't they don't really discriminate too much anymore in their scene as far as this is metal, this is punk, and I mean there is some. Don't get me wrong, but since Cleveland also birth bands like the Dead Boys and everything else, they still kind of take some of their punk roots kind of serious. So, so yeah, like I said, I think only good things can come out of keeping supporting him, NWO, militia of any weight team. So, because at least we've got something to go to. I mean, if we don't keep building on it, we're not going to be able to have any shows. Exactly. So. Get off your ass. So that's Get the out, thing. See some I don't want to hear anybody complain anymore about there's no shows, nothing going on, no place to play. Because if you out, aren't out there supporting it, then you're just... You're part of the problem, <laughs> Exactly. Man. So yeah. Help support local music. Uh, trying to think other than that. So what, what did you think about... The recent NFL draft that just wrapped up. How about them Browns picking about 13, 14 different players? Do you see that as a benefit? I don't really know anything about it because I don't pay any attention. <laughs> the only thing I know Neither is Neither do I. I just had to throw you off there I for just, a second. I know that one dude wrote, wore a midriff shirt. That, that was about the only thing I knew. Because <laughs> that came up on my news feed for some reason. Because I'm such a a debonair dresser. I wear the finest t-shirts and wrestling and movie and band. <laughs> the finest jeans that you can only acquire at Rural King, the or at the your local surplus store. I've done well. I don't. I can't remember the last time I've actually wore blue jeans. I mean, either. It's uh, like my dickies, my work like pants. I have I have a pair of black jeans, but that's not blue jeans. It's something totally different. Yes, it's totally true. different. Totally different because they're not blue. That's that's about my only way of trying to differentiate myself. Try and make me better than the standard peons at all. Oh, I, I, that's you. I'm sorry. I can't call you a peon. Uh-huh. <laughs> See how you are. All right. Other than that, I guess I don't have much else. Uh, you got anything else you want to bring up? Plug? No, not at all. I have. I've, 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 I've been a good boy lately. A stay-at-home dad while the wife's working and... Computer repairs been pretty busy lately. Me, I've been jobless. So, although I've been <clears throat> keeping myself busy, that's for sure. So, yeah, see, lots of lots of skate videos and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, weather's changing. Trying to now that you have the time, trying to get outside a little bit. Yeah, because let's face it, I could lose a few pounds. So. Uh, all right, I guess so. With that, then I will uh, just sign off since then going back a little bit.
to what we were talking earlier, to, and you can't teach that.